0: Welcome to Paycor's Need to Know podcast. It's our quick look at a single subject in the world of HR, payroll, and every area of employee management. It's what you need to know. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Need to Know podcast. Paycor is going to be looking at our ACA service. I'm Steve and we're talking with Rick Shoto from Paycor. Rick, give us a little bit of your background.
1: Well, I'm the old guy in, a, in the crowd, Steve. I've been with Paycor for over 24 years. And uh, so I've seen the business grow from 600 employees, or 600 clients, I should say, and, and about uh, less than 20 employees to over 30,000 clients and uh, about 1,300 employees. So you've been in and around this industry for decades. I've been around this industry for close to 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Gotta so, hate to hear decades, Steve.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. What I meant to say was, boy, you've got a <laughs> lifetime of knowledge. And, and a lot of gray hair. Yes, sir. Years.
1: Yeah. So let's start at the beginning. What is ACA? ACA in its simplest terms is the law that says every employee every person in America has to have benefits. They have to be have covered insurance. And they can get insurance one of two ways. They either get it from the open market, and we've heard of the of the challenges with that, but you also heard of the benefits of that, or they can get it from their employer. Now the employer's portion, the employer's obligation, if they have more than fifty full-time employees, and full time is designed as thirty employee, or thirty hours or more then they have to offer benefits to their employees that are full-time or potentially pay a penalty. And and so that's the individual mandate, I have to get insurance, the employer mandate, I have to provide insurance if I'm a certain size.
0: And and what this has done is opened up a discussion of do business owners just do more part-time employees as opposed to full-time employees to stay below that number? Uh, For some employers, that's not even a problem because they just have so many employees.
1: Yeah, and Steve, I think there's a strategy that uh, when it first came out, there was a lot of strategy going around trying to figure out how do I not have to comply. Uh, But as you said, most companies, there's not really a choice of whether you have to to comply. It's based on the size of your organization. And just hiring people as part-time instead of full-time doesn't get them out of it because the IRS is looking for total hours of your t- part-time employees divided by 130 hours in a month to determine a full-time equivalent. So an employer who says, I'll just hire all full-time people, they don't get out of it. Uh, they just don't have to p- provide coverage to the full-time people. Yeah. So we're recording this in July
0: 2016, and by now everyone's gone through one round of filing. What did Paycor learn from this?
1: Oh, geez, a lot. Uh, for the first challenge was, quite candidly, getting him, getting our clients engaged. It's getting them to understand they have to do something, and it's not a it's not a it's it's not a choice. It's an obligation.
0: Well, in their defense, I mean, this is one more thing as a business owner you have to do that has nothing to do with generating business.
1: No question about it. It's it, to to some or to many, it's just an expense, and it's and and to some and quite quite a lot, it's just a way to prove what they've already been doing all along. Uh, while you know, I hate to say it, but uh, to some employers who weren't necessarily providing benefits, it's a major change and it's a major cost, and uh, and so it, it did have quite an effect on on, on businesses. And not to say and that's and that's the cost of benefits. It's not to say the cost of providing to, to getting the information into the systems, to providing uh, the service itself or to pay for the service itself. Uh, it's it's just like giving a W two form to an employee. A ten ninety five is the same obligation. You have to do it and you have to have it done, and so therefore there's a cost to it.
0: So at the risk of tuning our own horn, PACOR went after this very strong. We've created our own department for ACA, and it's become a differentiator. I mean, a, a business owner could technically do this on their own. They could track all this stuff, they could report all these things, and, and be on their way. But for the same reason they're coming to us for payroll HR time, they should be coming to us for this service because we're doing more, we're providing more. We've got an entire fo- group of folks dedicated just to ACA.
1: We have a choice, Steve. We, we could either uh, hand this responsibility on to our payroll specialists who talk to our clients on a very often, uh, on a, on probably a per payroll basis, yeah, right, if you will, right. uh, and add that to their workload. But you have to have a certain level of expertise. So we went out and we hired... 25 people including leadership that do nothing but ACA and therefore they were able to get deeper into the law and what it allowed us to do from a client's perspective is when we signed up clients for the service the clients didn't have a lot of of knowledge they don't have they don't want to know the details of what what is necessary to provide a 1095 they don't want to know the details of what affects their industry or doesn't affect their industry so by once we created the product our service folks could actually take information from the clients on their benefit information and walk them through the process of filing and preparing for filing and i think that was the most valuable asset that we really had was our people it's not you know there's a lot of products and tools out there that people can use to do to create a 1095 to create a 1094 uh, there's processes that you can do as an employer yourself to file electronically to the irs but I'd contend that most businesses, and I'd say it's well over 95% of the businesses, don't want to be experts at this. And therefore, uh, they need to rely on somebody that can walk them through using the data that the employer does know, combined with our expertise, to help them become compliant. So
0: in two ways, it's about time. Because you have to track your employees' hours. So there's timekeeping there. But then it's also the time of the business owner any time that that business owner is spending not building the business is time wasted if you will and so if they're tracking these ACA hours they're wasting their time they should be going out looking for
1: business I'd say if an employer is trying to be an expert at ACA they're doing the wrong thing unless
0: they're in the ACA business unless they're in our business they're doing (laughs) the wrong thing exactly we should be doing this we're in the right yeah
1: I mean for for us the reason we're in the middle of this is because uh, for most of our clients, we're collect- or the, t- the client is collecting time. The client's sharing that information. That's because we have to pay the employees. Now we have the information necessary to determine eligibility. Uh, we can determine eligibility at an in- individual employee basis or as an employer basis to show, are they over 50 full-time equivalents and do they have to comply with the law? So time's a very big piece of it. Now there's different ways that companies can get us time, but we have a lot of that information inherent in our payroll systems. We specifically have it in our time and attendance systems. So we, we have clients who are unperformed, we have clients with performed time. We, we uh,
0: regardless, uh, as you pointed out, if we're doing their payroll, we have to have their time. We have to have their hours of their employees. So we already have the information we need to, to file for ACA.
1: Well, I'll say, I'll say we have most of the information. Okay. Uh, it's, if, they use, if they use our time and attendance system, we'll have, we'll have the majority of it. There's just a lot of rules around what hours are, uh, are into the game and what hours are not in the game. And having a time and attendance system is really going to put you uh, – it's, it's going to fast-forward you. Not to say you have to have it, but it certainly puts you in a better position.
0: Rick, I've heard that one of the challenges we have is, if we're just doing the company's payroll, we don't have the HR information to track their benefits as well. How do we do that? Because that's necessary for ACA filing.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, Steve. You know, for a, for a large number of our clients, they don't use our HR system. If they don't use our HR system, we don't have their benefits, uh, we don't have their benefit plans laid out in our system. If we do have their benefit plans laid out on our system, it's very simple for us to see the plan design, and, and, to start, and to take a lot of that information and use it for ACA filing. But again, I'll, I'll repeat, most of our clients don't have that information, so they have to provide that to us. What our specialists will do is they will walk them through the, the necessary information that we need from their, from their plan. And then once they provide that information to us, because the employers know their plan. We don't. But once they provide that information to us, then we'll guide them through the ACA process. And I think that's been a, that's been a winner for us. Whether, again, whether they have time, whether they have our HR system or not, it sure makes it easier for them. It takes less time for them. But if they don't, that's, what our, that's when our specialist value really is seen. So a lot of
0: companies will work with a broker to get their benefits, just like they work with us to do payroll, HR, and time. It's sure. just, you know, it goes back to how is my time most efficiently spent? Um, we work with a lot of brokers as well. Yeah. And what are we doing to help them with ACA?
1: Well, it's interesting you bring up the brokers. Uh, once ACA started getting some lags, a lot of brokers were looking for technology solutions. And because a lot of employers were looking for them to provide a solution, hey, you have my benefits, why can't you do my ACA filing? Well, the reason they can't do their ACA filing is because they don't have their payroll information and, and they don't have the hours information that's necessary to determine eligibility. So a lot of brokers reached out to try to find technology solutions. And there's a lot of really strong Ben Admin applications that are out there that can help clients and brokers provide that technology solution. But a large number of them also reached out to us and said, Hey, what are you providing and what are your solutions? The reason I think they like our solution is because we have the majority of the information necessary to do the filing. We already communicate with the IRS. We already have the payroll information so there's less information that has to be obtained from the client in order for us to do the filing. So it actually really enhanced our relationship with the brokers. They see us as not only a technology player but also as a partner for them to offer a service that they can't provide independently.
0: So what I'm seeing is, like in a lot of business, on the surface, something looks kind of straightforward. There's a few forms to fill out, you mail it away. But it quickly gets complicated. It quickly gets time-consuming.
1: Yeah, and see, because it's all about eligibility and whether the person qualified for benefits, when did, they, when, did, when did they become benefit eligible. There's different look-back periods. There's an initial look-back period and a standard look-back period. And individual employees are going to be in multiple uh, look-back periods at the same time very difficult to manage that on a person-by-person basis That's what the value of having the payroll system is we know the hire date So we know the look-back periods we know the hours that the person worked and all that information combined And we know when the person's eligible for benefits So all that information combined can be used and we can have logic behind the scenes that that, that tell the client when does the, is the person pacing above 30 hours a week and would we'll become benefit eligible. When will they uh, conclude their measurement period? When should they receive an offer? And and all we really need from the client is to know that an offer was made or accepted. And based on their benefit rules, we can complete the filing.
0: So to wrap up, everybody's been through one filing period. Um, there were headaches for some. I think we had something like 98.9% of the people with our service filed because in the other few just had a few employees that were in question, so they chose not to file at that time. Correct. What should somebody outside of PACOR's ACA filing service be doing on a monthly basis to prepare for next time?
1: Well, first of all, I'll say if they're not on our service, they should seriously consider it. Why was it going to be that straightforward about (laughs) it? I was trying to be more, you know. I'll say that because it's certainly going to make their life easier at the end of the year. Uh, What I've been advocating for clients is don't rinse and repeat the pain that you went through this past year it's not necessary whether you're using our service or you're not using our service to me ACA is a monthly it's a monthly process for you it doesn't have to be managed on a week-to-week basis but you do have to determine on a monthly basis who's benefit eligible and you have to make those offers of coverage and you have to track whether they accepted the they accepted the uh, the uh, the coverage or they did not accept the coverage so I think that's a, at minimum what a client should be doing on a monthly basis our clients are using our service. We're advocating that they get into the system to make sure that they're closing out the month on who was eligible, who was offered, what the decisions were.
0: So I'm contractually obligated to say, contact your PACOR specialist if you would like to know more about Paycor's ACA filing service. Sure. Um, Rick, thank you very much for your time today. It's, it's, a, it's here to stay. Right? It's, it's, it's another business obligation that business owners have to go through. And if we can relieve them for, of that, that's more time on their day.
1: You know, and, and Steve, I, I, I'll conclude with this. We have a wonderful product. Uh, it determines eligibility. It helps guide the client on when somebody's supposed to be offered, when they're not supposed to be offered. It gives guidance to when there's a potential error or when there's a potential penalty. But what makes, the service, what makes the system so good is the service component that comes along with it. Our specialists are wonderful. And the, and the information and the, the feedback that we got from our clients was absolutely outstanding because you're taking a, a really solid product in and in a, in a terrific program and you're adding excellent service to it. The, 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 the satisfaction that provided our clients is second to none on every product or service we've offered. We've never received such great feedback than what we've received from our clients on this particular service because number one, they don't understand it. They don't want to understand it and they want to be guided through the process. And I think we did an impeccable job of this this past year. That's,
0: that's great to hear Rick. Thanks again. Sure. The Need to Know podcast and its contents are the exclusive property of Paycor Incorporated and may not be distributed without prior written consent. The subject matter in this podcast should not be considered tax, financial, or legal advice. For more information about this subject or other employee management solutions, please contact your Paycor specialist or visit paycor.com. Thank you for your time.